aging, living gracefully. She was a young, uh, 63, but she still was full of grace and humor that hopefully we, we can always be. So tonight, today we're talking about basic human needs and each week of this class is going to be more detailed about each of the needs that people have. Today it's mostly, it's more centered on emotional needs as we get knocked off course by things that happen when you get older that you never could have expected. Um, Susan, you want to introduce yourself a little more? Oh, well, uh, I'm Susan Lassiter. I'm married to Bill, 56 years. And um, I did uh, therapy for um, a little over 20 years as a professional counselor and a marriage and family therapist. But I didn't really deal with a geriatric population. Um, but uh, as I worked, I found that uh, a lot of the needs that the elderly have, um, we have as we're growing up, even from adolescence on. And so um, I think what's interesting is the older we get, the older, older is. You know, the elderly are always 10 years older than we are. <laughs> and so, but it's an aging process that starts when we're born and continues until we take our last breath. And so um, we have to adjust to the changes that happen, uh, and that can be really hard. But one of the things I learned is that the more flexible you are, um, the healthier you are mentally and physically, and um, we need to learn to accept where we are, not to go back and say, I wish I, you know, whatever I say today, I'm saying it to myself because sometimes I'm not very flexible. But uh, anyway, I, some of these I'm just going to run through, but um, security, I think, is something that as we get older, um, that we have to pay a lot of attention to. We want to be safe. We want our home to be easy to get around in. Um, we don't want to be victims, so we want to use good judgment about being aware of our surroundings. Um, and I could go on and on, but I'm going to stop there. Um, we want to have a sense of autonomy and control, and so often our children will hover over us. <laughs> and they think that at 55, we can't get across the street. <laughs> and, um, and, and we appreciate that, but that can be taken too far. And we want to have some control over our lives, and, and that may wind down to not being um, able to make decisions, but we want to make as many decisions as we can, and we want to do for ourselves as much as we can. And that may not be cooking, but it may be making up the bed, and you know, right now that may sound far-fetched, but it will happen. We'll either die younger, or we'll have to go through that. And so if we can make those decisions, um, for ourselves, that'll be great. Um, emotional connection to others, I think, is one of the greatest needs we have. And um, 
I, I think, and I'm guilty of this, but I think that Otter Creek offers things uh, I know I don't take advantage of. And uh, really, uh, you know, what, what happens as we get older is that we sometimes tend to isolate and we don't go out as much and we are not around friends as much and that's not a healthy place to be. And so um, I, I just think as we get older that our circle of friends begins to get smaller. Um, and I remember my mother, who lived to be 98, uh, would say, honey, you need to have friends of all ages. And it was not necessarily because uh, when you get older, you'll have somebody younger that can be a friend. It wasn't for that reason. It was, it was that you could learn from younger people and you could learn from older people. And so um, I think it's important that we have uh, connections with others. Um, I think that I think one of the things that we need is we need to have be involved in community. Uh, and that may be, I've got a friend that has moved a lot and she just adapts and adjusts and she will go to ladies Bible class, she will teach ladies Bible class, she will have a Bible class in her home, she is a part of a singing group in uh, her community and through those avenues we make new friends and we need to continue doing that. Um, I remember um, as mother got older, she had macular degeneration. Uh, she became very hard of hearing. And so she got to the point where she couldn't watch television, she couldn't hear television, but she had a friend who called her every morning at 9 o'clock and read the Bible to her. And I thought, what a neat thing to do for people. I mean, that's just, you know, it meant something to the person who read to her, and it meant so much to her. And she had lost so many friends. So, um, anyway, I think we, we need to have friends that are... Um, close to us, but I think we also have acquaintances. Uh, but I think everybody needs a friend that they can share with, um, that they can uh, share their, their interests with, that they can know that they're going to be accepted for whatever they think, believe, whatever they're interested in. Um, they love you and you can talk about anything, and you may just have one friend like that, and sometimes that's all it takes, but you need to have that friend. And, uh, but it takes effort on our part to cultivate relationships, and um, this friend of mine that, that gets so involved, um, he preached at, at Hillsborough for several years, and then they left. And I was determined um, that when they came, that Bill and I were going to um, develop a close relationship with them. And so I had them for breakfast, and then we went hiking around Radnor Lake, and we got to be very, very close, and then they moved. 
<laughs> but <clears throat> we kept up a relationship with them and in the process wound up taking um, a trip with our children. They had four, but just two of them went and our two. And we left in an RV for the West. And we spent three weeks together in an RV. And <laughs> I, we had a wonderful time. I said I would do it again. We did it again. <clears throat> we did it just for two weeks that time. Uh, and I said I would still do it again. Bill said, eh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> you have to you have to make an effort. You know, it's like anything else. Things are not going to just drop in your lap. And that's relationships. We have to we have to stay on top of that. Um, I think one of the things that we probably have not talked about or addressed is having a sense of status in a group. And if somebody is hard of hearing, if somebody is is physically challenged, uh, I think if somebody is not up on the latest technology, um, sometimes we tend to look at them as being subpar, that they're not uh, viewed as measuring up to the other people in the group and we might talk about it with other people and maybe you know tend to maybe make fun of them goodness gracious i hope not but um i think it's important for us to feel like that we are a part of a group where we're accepted and where our interests are similar um and i think that this is where it's so important for the spiritual aspect of our lives, which is great, I think, at Otter Creek. Uh, but I think somebody that we can share that with is very important. Uh, I, think, I think something else that's important is privacy. You know, there's some things you just want to keep to yourself. You just don't need to blab everything to everybody else. And if you do, some of those things may come back on you, and I think that's a fear that some of us have, that if we share something uh, that's, that's, uh, that may not have been the best thing that we've done in our lives, that we keep it to ourselves. We may not need to divulge that. I think, what do you think? <laughs> I think you're right. People can turn things against you oh, and can. not understand the way you really meant it to be, mm -hmm. or the way you were really feeling about something. You might it'd be based on what they know about things. So. Right, yeah. Well, I think another significant uh, part of aging is that we begin to feel like that we don't have any meaning or purpose in life. And um, I think that, that God made us for relationship. And I think that if only if, if the only thing we do in life is to encourage another person, that seems like a very trite thing to do, but it's so meaningful to other people uh, for you to call and say, I know you're going through a tough time, and you know, you may feel like that everybody's abandoned you, but, but God is always with you. He can give you whatever you need to get through the tough times that you're going through. Um, 
I, I have to share, share a story with you. Uh, oh, another thing is that I don't know about you all, but it seems like that. And I used to accuse my mother of her social life being going to doctor's appointments. <laughs> and you know what goes around comes around. And so, <laughs> when I was at my rheumatologist the other day, uh, he and I got to talking, and he was talking about his father uh, who had sort of lost meaning and purpose in his life. And um, so he encouraged his father to get into something that he was interested in. And, and his father didn't really know what he was interested in. So uh, one of the things we can do if we don't know is, is to, to keep a record of what brings us happiness and, and uh, comforts us and gives us a sense of well-being and meaning in our lives. Keep a, keep a journal for about a month or more and just underline the things that have really meant something to us during that period of time. I keep losing this. I think I'm on save, save my, my um, tablet here. Uh, so anyway, Dr. Dr. Douglas, um, whom I love, uh, and I was work, I work with Dr. Douglas. <laughs> yes, yes. he is wonderful. He is, he is. And so uh, he was talking about his father, and he said that he encouraged him to to get into something. And so he started ta started taking a pottery class, and um, and he said, well, no, you know, before he started the class, he said, well, now what am I going to do with that? And he said, well. Why don't you get into it, and then you can figure out what you're going to do with it. And um, so he suggested to his dad after a while, he said, Dad, you could make mugs, and I could give them to my patients. And so about that time, he said, I'll be back in just a minute. And so he came back, and he had this adorable mug that his, that his dad had made. And I said, oh, I love that. I've just redone my kitchen, and it'll just go perfectly in there. And I have my coffee in it almost every morning if it's clean. And so uh, I think it's important for us to have meaning and purpose. Uh, one of the things that I did, and I don't know where the idea came from, but um, I, I wanted to send something to my grandchildren. And so every Sunday night, I would send a special message to them. I would text a special message to them. It might be the thought for the week. And um, somehow I got out of that habit. Um, but I was really surprised at the way they responded. And they would say, uh, my oldest granddaughter would text me back and say, oh, grandmommy, you don't know how much I needed that. And we just forget. Um, you know, it may be the Lord sings over you. It, it just may be just a few words. I mean, I just, I just committed not to preach, but I would just send them. But, and if I knew that one of them had a special need, then I would try to address that very subtly. <laughs> um, so I think if we look back over all these things and the needs, um, that are there, and I think if we have contact with people, uh, I think we get a lot of these needs met. And if we don't, 
then I think we can wind up facing a lot of depression, um, which can lead to all sorts of problems, physical problems, uh, pain, chest pain, gastrointestinal disorders, um, headaches, backaches. I may be talking about me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, depression is not anything fun to deal with. I've dealt with it, um, and I, I'm, I'm doing really great. But um, I just think that we need to stay in contact, and I don't know whether Otter Creek needs to provide more of that, um, but this is where I stop and... Uh, Maybe you all can think of some ways and you can do whatever you're going to do. <laughs> you are going to do something, aren't you? <laughs> I thought I'd already done it. <laughs> well, we wanted to open the class up to ideas that they might have, like the good ideas Susan gave about somebody reading to her mother and about Dr. Douglas. Nan? I would like to tell you I was talking to Robin Bateman this morning, and she goes every week and sings to Lola. So oh. Sings. And she said Lola just loves it. That's a great idea. It's a great idea. Well, you know, a lot of the elderly, I, uh, Carolyn Baker and I went to Texas to uh, take care of a woman that had cancer. Uh, she had glioblastoma, and which is just terrible. And so, one day she was sitting in a wing chair and Carolyn and I got on either side of her and started singing. She hadn't said anything for weeks and weeks and weeks. We started singing to her and she started singing along with us. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing how music, uh, music mm -hmm. and song, uh, especially songs that, they are, that the elderly are familiar with, just mean so much and just can bring out so much in another person. Question. Yes. My mom lives with me now. She's 74, and I'm 50, so I think I do count as aging. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I would never guess you're 50. Older than y'all thought. <laughs> but um, she, my mom had a type 1 aortic dissection last year, so mm. she lived, and she survived it, which was a miracle in and of itself. Really? But she's between my house and my sisters, who lives in Atlanta. So she, I wonder, to your point about having, relate, you know, friendships. How important, she doesn't have any um, same generation friends. The one that she does have is, is very ill and her closest sister has Alzheimer's. And she has, there's the six of the seven. <coughs> she talks to them every day, but no one's here. But she's, you know, she's got my daughter who's, you know, in constant contact and obviously I'm there and I'm constantly asking for help and, you know, questions, but she doesn't have anybody her age here and so I don't and I thought about having her meet friend parents of my friends but she like she tends to isolate so I don't know how much to push well it's hard to know I mean that's that's a really hard that's a really hard situation I feel like she needs to have friends her and you know but I does she presume is she able to come to church or want to come to church? My daughter spent about 30 minutes this morning trying to. She used to. We all grew up in the church. But yeah. since she has 
um, left her, you know, the home that she raised us in, and she goes between my house and my sister's. She doesn't really drive much anymore. Mm -hmm. So I don't think she, I don't know, she just isn't as comfortable being around people she doesn't already know. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure she told my daughter no. <laughs> my daughter goes to a different church in Nashville, um, so she was trying to get my mom to go with her. So I don't, I don't know how far to push. Well, it's like I said earlier. I mean, we have to make an effort, but uh, maybe you can get somebody and go with them to see your mom. Mm -hmm. You know, that might be a step in the right direction. Uh, and it's going to take time. 74 is still young. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, she does. I mean, she's the, you know, having had that huge surgery has you know, slowed her down, which was hard for her. But, you know, she still gets up and organizes and helped me. My daughter just finished at University of Miami and brought all of her all of her jump back. And so it took it was like five days of reorganizing her room and closet and you know, she helped me through all of that and And that, how long ago did she have her heart surgery? October last year. Well after you have a major surgery like heart surgery, uh, you can be depressed. I mean it creates depression for a long time. And so one of the things that she might do, if she would, is talk to her doctor about the way she feels. Or you might talk to her doctor. Now, he won't tell you anything, but you can tell him and tell him your concerns and then say, I just want you to know this. Has she recovered physically? Um, she has. She just doesn't have the stamina mm -hmm. she had before. Mm -hmm. and, um, she has to take a low dose of prednisone, which still like blew her up. Mm. Just a low dose. Yeah, it can. Um, and so that's exacerbated mm -hmm. some of the issues with stamina. So she'll you know push hard one day, and then the next day she has to recover. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's that. But outside of that, no, not you know. Well, I know a doctor that had that surgery, and he he's had to cut back on his practice. To three days a week, and so she may honestly not feel like getting out. Mm -hmm. But you're taking somebody that has the same interests that she's had in life and take them over there to meet her. You know, I don't know her personally, so I can't. I mean, she seems happy, but it just, I don't, you know, want her just, I, I don't know. I just want to make sure I'm doing everything. I don't want to. I don't want to be that child that's giving her more than she needs, but I don't want to ignore it's her hard to balance. She may not. She and you want to let her feel like she's got a little control, but you don't want it you don't want her to take it to the dangerous point. Right. Do you think she might enjoy I know we should know us, but we are having that luncheon next Saturday and it would be more social and I don't know. We would love to have her if if she could come. I would have to cry her. Do, do you know a lot of people here? Just the people I sit with and I, I sit in the upper area, um, in, the, in the balcony mm -hmm. area, but not really outside. Well, invite her to come with you because you don't know that many people and it would be nice to have her with you. I mean, that might or might not work. You may just have to try some different things. I know you all have got some suggestions. Well, 
I want to say thank you so much for bringing it up. Yes, yes. This is exactly what this class is for. Mm -hmm. Because we do want to, you know, have the support group. Um, the brunch will be, you know, a wonderful, you know, uh, time to bring her because it's going to be entertainment. So it's not like the focus is all on her. Um, um, I'm the type of person that really, believe it or not, you have to kind of uh, work with me and enable to go and meet new people. Um, you know, once I'm there, I enjoy it, but even with life group, <laughs> it takes me to you know, the last minute. Are you coming? It's so hard uh, just for me to just put myself out there. Um, but once I'm there, I'm, I truly enjoy it. Um, she might have, you know, that, you know, that personality as well as, you know, what she's going through. But um, I do want us to, you know, keep this conversation mm -hmm. going. Thank you. Thank you. Mom. I would encourage you for your sake to encourage her because um, as she ages more and becomes less able to do, if her circle is so small that it's just you and your daughter, then when she doesn't find pleasure in being able to do other things, that's more and more of a burden on you. Mm -hmm. and I, mm -hmm. I just I think that gets to be really hard. Um, not that you don't love her, not that you don't want to do everything for her, but you also need to have your life too. Mm -hmm. And if she doesn't have anybody but you all, then it's kind of like all of her emotional needs fall on you. And I just think that's a pretty heavy burden for you to carry. Yeah. It is a, it feels a little bit like mm -hmm. that now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's why I was wondering that. What I can do that's not me being pushy. I don't want to be, you know, she's still my mom. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> the pecking order is still intact. Thank you, Vanessa. Yes? This may, uh, I don't want this to sound irrespectful or radical, uh, 
uh, I was listening to your, your concerns, and uh, you hear people talk about the cycle of life. Mm -hmm. And in that spirit, I remember as a child, um, my parents had always asked my permission about going here doing that, uh, I probably would have turned out to be a very different That's a good point. Sometimes you just do it. Uh, I learned with my father as he aged uh, to always usually give choices, but there were some times when we just did it. And he would have self-limited himself from so much. Uh, and I'm glad sometimes we just did it. So you can't make that the choice every time. I'm not suggesting it. But God will bless your decision sometimes to just so hope that. That's a wonderful point. Mm -hmm. It really is. Sometimes you might just have one of your friends go with you and just uh, go to lunch with them and then just drop by your mother's house and take your friend with you and introduce her. And then a little later, do it again. <laughs> um, you just have, have to party. try some different things. Yes, uh -huh. you just have to try some different things. Enjoys it. I mean, she's she knows how to text. She's all over social media. She's very savvy. And I, I was on LinkedIn and saw she had an account. Like, what? Why do you have a LinkedIn profile? <laughs> <laughs> you were tired Maybe she can learn some new skills, like uh, Dr. Douglas's father, a client, take a class, or I know you said she didn't really drive much. She can. She just has, like, you know, limited herself. Yeah. Herself. She yeah. never, even when she was young, she never took the interstate, like, ever. She, but if she can get there on a street, she would go. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, outside her own city. She yeah. She doesn't go back on home. What other services in place, mm -hmm. you know, that we can maybe help you? well, I'm kind of with Magda. When I was growing up, I, my sister told me that I was very shy. <laughs> And uh, there's still a part of me that's very shy. I can stay home and just be very happy. You know, I, I don't, I say I don't have to have a lot of people around me. But um, I do have to make myself get out and, uh, and be with people and do fun things. And, uh, you know, that, as I said earlier, we have to make the effort. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's easier for some people than it is for others. Well, I think when you start feeling that way, you know, I just as soon stay at home, mm -hmm. that it's like anything else. If you don't make the effort, if you don't remember, oh, you know, I had such fun with them last time, mm -hmm. I think I'll go this mm -hmm. time, then I think it becomes less and less that you're motivated to do that. and. It can be really serious that she doesn't. Sure. You know, we don't want to get out at all. Sure. 
my family think I get out too much. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't listen to them. Right. <laughs> what do you think Otter Creek could do for those of us who are aging and those of us who uh, feel like there's not a lot of meaning and purpose in our lives or we don't have the opportunity to meet people or what do you think? Do you think Otter Creek can do anything else? That's what this class is all about, mm -hmm. really, is we want to know what the needs are, mm -hmm. and then we can uh, plan things that would help to, to uh, encourage people who are having difficulties. But we, we truly want to know what the needs are so that we can present to the elders, to whoever, uh, the things that we would suggest that Otter Creek could help with. Mm -hmm. Fred? I, I, uh, I can't get specific. Uh, the, uh, the shepherds are in a process of updating and casting a, uh, a new vision that would take Otter Creek out to our 100th year as a church in 2021. Wow. All I, I will say this, and those discussions, which we, by the way, hope to talk about with the entire church early next year, but I will say in those discussions, it has become noted by the eldership that Williamson County will have the fastest rate of growth mm -hmm. of seniors over the age of 65 in any county in the state. The total population of seniors in Williamson County will literally double before 2030. Uh, the shepherds have noticed that uh, while we have historically been a, a church focused a lot on children and youth, that there are needs uh, with the aging amongst us. So I just want you to know your shepherds are aware of the fact that aging is a need, that it's all in our church, uh, and I am very, very hopeful uh, there will be some mention in that vision about the needs Thank you. And as somebody, of course, Otter Creek has always done wonderful for children, and I appreciate that. And Lynn and I started when we were six and seven or seven and eight 1960 anyway and so we've we've been through all those parts and we want the end to be as good as the beginning hmm. because it's been a wonderful <laughs> i mean it's been a wonderful um place to grow up mm -hmm. well, and we want children, to be just as good to grow old too. yeah mm -hmm. so we want to be as good to grow old so i appreciate everybody's comments oh i'm sorry who oh jackie thank you um, one comment I have with regards to to the aging process now that Leland and I are both in this in this stage of life, um, health issues make a big change, at least for us in this our daily routine. And as far as activities, whatever you plan, uh, you know, Leland is now losing his eyesight to macular degeneration. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not like to drive at night because I have night blindness. 
uh, and other issues. So, uh, and I don't know how far that, how that particular, I would say, uh, problem is with other aging people. But I think the time, uh, give consideration to if activities are planned that they're not always at, in the evening. Mm -hmm. And because that may present some difficulty for people to get there, and um, um, and maybe there's a even a point at which we might look at for those people who who just absolutely don't have a means, uh, a car, or cannot drive to provide some kind of transportation for them to get to activities so that they're not isolated. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And that, that is something that we've given a lot of discussion to um, and hope to bring out some of those ideas during the course of the class. Um, because, of course, a great many people have chronic diseases that, um, that keep them from being able to do all the things that they used to enjoy doing. And um, I'll tell you one thing I would love. Uh, our uh, smoke alarms started beeping the other day and not a lot but we knew it was going to start anytime and so um, Bill got up on the ladder and I was standing behind him <laughs> holding him up I first got up on the ladder and I couldn't reach it and didn't know how to do it and so then Bill got up on the ladder and we still couldn't do it and so uh, we sat there trying to think of anybody that could come over there and do it. And Johnny it Barnes. <laughs> he gets it done. So we started Sorry, thinking Johnny. of all these people, and they were as old as we were. They didn't have any business on our ladders. So we, we finally called our son-in-law, and, I mean, he just walked in and took care of it in a second and, and was glad to do it. And, and, you know, I wish we had a list of people who are willing idea. to come and just do some odd jobs, you know, just little things that need mm -hmm. to be done. Because you, you don't want to call somebody and they're going to charge you $75 an hour just to come over and take care of your smoke alarm, you know. Yeah. I would love to see Otter Creek get a list of people okay. that were willing to do that. That's a great idea. That's it. That's I'm a great idea. Anymore. Well, you did wonderful <laughs> and I appreciate it. So just to close with a little humor, <laughs> because there's a lot of heavy stuff that goes on and, and what we have to deal with. Uh, this is called a prayer <clears throat> for growing old gracefully. Lord, thou knowest better than myself that I'm growing older and will someday be old. Keep me from the fatal habit of thinking I must say something on every subject and on every occasion. <laughs> Release me from craving to straighten out everybody's affairs. Make me thoughtful but not moody helpful but not bossy. With my vast store of wisdom, it seems a pity not to use it all. <laughs> but thou knowest, Lord, that I want a few friends at the end. <laughs> Keep my mind free from the recital of endless details. Give me wings to get to the point. Seal my lips on my aches and pains. They are increasing, and the and love of rehearsing them is becoming sweeter as the years go by. <laughs> I dare not ask for improved memory, but a growing humility and a lessening cocksuredness that my memory seems to clash with the memories of others. <laughs> Teach me the glorious lesson that occasionally I may be mistaken. 
<laughs> Keep me reasonably sweet, for an old, a sour old person is one of the crowning works of the devil. Give me the ability to see good things in unexpected places and talents in unexpected people, and give, O oh Lord, the grace to tell them so. Amen. Amen. You know, that's an 18th century prayer. Uh, that was sent to me years ago. And I can't tell you how many times I've taken it out and read it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, good. We all need it. Thank y'all so much. Have a beautiful day. Everyone sign on the board.